Well, we want to welcome you to the Awakening Moments podcast. I'm here today with Rhonda, and we just love spending time with you. And we so appreciate all of our listeners. We so appreciate you taking time to listen with us because we feel like we're just having a coffee with you. We feel like we're just sitting on the living room couch and having these conversations together. So thank you for inviting us into your homes, your cars, your lives, wherever you're listening today. Um, Okay. So I'm always excited about our conversations, Rhonda, and I am really excited about this one. Um, A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to speak at this women's event and the topic was vitality. And I was like, you know, when I got the topic, I was like, "Eh, it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't know. I didn't, I wasn't sure what, you know, was going to come out of this. And so as I took time to sort of prepare and I was preparing over the course of a couple of months and just praying into this. I had looked up the the definition of vitality and there was something so interesting about this definition. And I kind of was just meditating on this and thinking about this and thinking about this in the context of our own spiritual lives and our own lives in general. And listen to this. So the definition of vitality goes something like this. It's the power giving continuance of life present in all living things. Okay. So power giving continuance of life. So if you just think about that, like what comes to my mind when I think about power giving continuance of life is almost like a river, like a river flowing almost like down, like on a mountain that's just continually giving life. And it's, there's some power to it. Like maybe even like a waterfall with like that, Mm -hmm. that energy, that power that's coming, the power giving continuance of life. But this is a part that really struck me. I mean, that's so powerful and I love that, but it literally said present in all living things, present in all living things. So that means that if we're alive, like if we're literally alive and breathing and you and I are here today, that there is vitality in us, whether we feel like there is or not, whether we, whether what we see on the outside or what we experience actually supports this idea, if we're alive if we're breathing, if we woke up today, we have vitality. It is present in all living things. And that was the part of this that really, really, really struck me. Because I feel like you and I and everyone else who's listening, we don't live like this is true. We don't live thinking or believing that we have vitality in us, the fullness of what that means, or even the idea of what we thought that that means. And we might tap into vitality in different seasons or times or a moment or a specific area of our life, but to like be living vitality and just believing that this exists inside of us, it's present, given to us in all living things just because we're alive. I don't know. It really, really struck me. Isn't that interesting? So interesting. And I would love to just dive into even the, like just you going through what is living a vitality, like a life of vitality. What is that? And Laura, I know when you spoke a couple weeks ago and I was there, I was so profoundly impacted by your message because I think we often think once again of the outside, but what does it mean to live a life of vitality? And so I would love for you to even just kind of walk us through your message a little bit about the definition and how you unpack that. It was so profound for all of our listeners. I think this would be great to catch them up on. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't. I'm not going to necessarily go through <laughs> the entire message here because I want us to have a conversation. I about know, but this. some of those, but key yeah, points yeah, yeah, were so good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so you know, basically, like it. What's so fascinating about this idea is that vitality has been given to us by God. Like mm-hmm. He created us and breathed life into us. Like He gave us life. Therefore, He placed vitality inside of us. And I started to imagine like this space of vitality, like existing Mm. somewhere deep inside of us. Okay. I'm going to take a side note for a second because something just popped into my mind and then we'll circle back (laughs) to this conversation. But someone asked me this really weird, okay, this is totally such a weird question the other day. And I've been wanting to ask you this question. So I'm just popping this question on you. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to make you answer it right off the top. I'm going to give you a chance to think about it and we'll circle back to it. But they said it kind of relates to vitality in a way, but they said, where do you exist inside yourself? (laughs) Okay. So I know this is really weird. So like, where does your spirit or where does like, like, cause your body's like a shell, right? Your body's like the case and like, you're not your body, like you're something deeper than just your body. So where do you exist inside your body? Okay. Now this is like such a weird question. I know they can't see us on video, but I'm literally <laughs> blinking my eyes looking at you. It'd be awesome you're if they like, could see us on video. What? Just a zoom in on my what face. I'm like, what, how so, am I going to answer I'm this? I'm going to let you just think about that for a <laughs> okay, second I'll because, be, and you don't have to overthink it, but yeah. maybe something will come to your mind and okay. we can circle back. But I'm just going to okay. give you a second to think about that. Where do you or your spirit, or what makes you really you? Where do you feel like you exist in your body? Where are you? Where are you inside your body? Okay. Anyway, I thought it was the weirdest question, but I feel like it circles back to a little bit of vitality. Okay. So vitality, I just imagine as being like this part of ourselves, something that God has given us, something that God has created us for. He's given this to us as a gift and it it's ours. Like it actually already exists inside of us because if the meaning of the word is true and that is the meaning and it is true then we have it but then the question really is why don't we feel like we have it and the reason we don't feel like we have it is because there's so many messages all come come against us every single day all the time from our family of origin from our current family unit from our the stress of our job from social media and movies and all of these places that tell us that vitality looks this way Mm -hmm. and if you don't have these things you don't have it but that's not actually true and so how do we tap into the truth that vitality exists inside of us and then what does that look like now i think what vitality looks like in us is not something i can necessarily define for everyone because i think it's different for everyone i really do i don't think me living in the fullness of my vitality looks exactly the same as you living in the fullness Mm -hmm. of your vitality because i think that's part of the uniqueness of how we're created but i but what i love about this conversation and i think where i'd love for us to kind of dig into is like where have we bought into lies that we are not living in the vitality that we were created like what kinds of things are we walking out are we living are we um settling for are we just holding back on are we you know playing small Uh, i know that's been a big one for us that Mm -hmm, conversation mm -hmm. like where are these spaces that we just aren't actually appropriating the vitality that truly does exist inside of us so 
that's I'd love for us to to have that. Okay, so we'll we'll circle back to that. Let's go back to the question. Did anything come to mind when I asked you that weird question? That is the <laughs> weirdest question. I, I think it's one of the strangest questions I've been asked. Where I do know. you exist within yourself? I uh, know. I was like, that is a really weird. But okay. If I so did something come to mind though? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, when I was thinking about it, but I don't know if it's right or wrong. But what I thought it was like, kind of in my heart, like okay. I feel like okay. more centered there. I don't feel okay. like I exist in my legs or anything. But when I actually think about how I feel outside of my body, like inside yeah. my body, yeah, like where are you in my you didn't heart have your body? area? In your heart area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Would you think? What, well, how did you answer that? I I feel like, <laughs> and I this okay. thing, when this person asked me this, I was like. Oh, kind of weird stuff are you talking about right now yeah but then I was like I did have something come to my mind right away and it was like mine is like in my gut it's in my middle it's not my heart it's in my middle it's like deep in the core Mm. of my being like almost like behind my stomach where I would imagine is like between my stomach and my spine like somewhere in the middle of my body somewhere deep in my core that's where I kind of feel like my spirit lives with that, like the part of me that isn't going to die, the part of me that's going to go to be with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's where it is. But other people have different answers to this question, which is such a weird thing. Like you said, your heart. Yeah. Like that upper upper chest area, like where my heart is. Like I feel like it's there. It's not. And other, like other people I've heard say in my mind, behind my eyes, like in, like people, I'm like, this is such a weird so anyway that was a total side note i think that is so (laughs) funny i guess i'm gonna bring up at our supper table tonight okay everybody where do you exist within yourself but that is a weird but interesting question interesting so because your spirit is its own it's its own entity it's not my body is not it's not me this is i'm using this up it's a vehicle it's just the vehicle to carry my spirit right so you're right like where where do you feel like you sense your spirit like your yeah all of that kind of yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> question. And maybe, maybe Whoa. if we dovetail back into this Whoa. conversation, where is the core of your vitality? Where is wow. it? Yeah. Where's that like center space of where you believe that vitality exists inside of you? But isn't it interesting, like when you're asking like where we're kind of robbed of that or what we believe, I, I forget, what yeah, was that yeah, question? Yeah. I, just before we started talking about I know, where we I know, exist. I'm all over the place. This is like <laughs> no, 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 I just got ADD distracted special. about... <laughs> distracted about where I exist within myself but we were talking about how we're robbed in vitality yeah you know when I think about how much we are influenced by culture it's quite extraordinary when I think about how much is portrayed about the outside like vitality is what you look like actually if you think about I drive the best car I have the best house I look the best I'm I'm ageless. I don't age, actually. I could be 80 and look like I'm 50 because I get all the surgeries done, all the clothes. I'm fashionable. I'm skinny. I'm fit. Think of all of it. I've got the perfect family on Instagram. Okay, let's just say that. Like on social media, we portray vitality by what people can see. And it's actually really programmed and controlled. So my vitality is how you perceive me. Right. Oh, okay. Girl. Whoop, whoop. Is that a drop mic? Is it, uh, yeah. it, okay. is. it is. How I'm perceived. Whew. However, vitality is actually the opposite. It's living in the opposite way. Now, does that reflect on the outside? Absolutely. But vitality is not how people perceive us or what we project to the world. And I think this was something in your message that really struck me is when you were talking about your mom and the journey of your mom and the vital. So maybe just hit okay. on that a bit because sure. I actually think this is what 
it really does dovetail into right is what is happening on the inside is actually where vitality flows from. But when we focus on the outside to the inside, that's actually not vitality. That is actually being robbed. You're living in a superficial way of what vitality is actually meant to live from the source of. So it, I would love so for you to true. dive yeah, into yeah. that. No, exactly. So yeah, a, a few months ago, uh, I had the opportunity to go on uh, just a trip of a lifetime with my mom and my sisters. And this was my mom's dream for her 70th birthday that we would go and do this, this literal like dream come true trip to Europe. And so we did that. It was almost three weeks. We just had the best time. It was, it was unbelievable. Like it was just amazing. Ella, when I think back to that, I'm almost like pinching myself. Like, did that actually happen? Like it was just so magical. Well, three weeks after we got home, my mom suffered a massive stroke. And I mean, it was, it was quite um, severe that she very easily could have died. And thankfully she did not. She um, was, got got to the hospital and got surgery quickly enough that she is recovering and is expected to make a full recovery which we're beyond grateful for and really is a miracle in and of itself but what i was amazed about um about when it comes to vitality is my mom spent about five weeks in the hospital um recovering and every single day the doctors would come by and they would check her vitals and um this was you know a normal practice for like when you're in the hospital and they would do it several times a day and every single time her vitals were in check and yet she's laying in a hospital bed and yet she you know is recovering from a stroke and yet she has some deficiencies as a result of it and yet her vitals were all in check every single day the things that make her really alive were in working order inside of her body. And this is a fascinating idea because like you're saying, Rhonda, so much of what we place importance and priority on is external and surface and shallow. It's not actually the parts of us that make us truly alive. And so this is what really like pressed in on me around this idea of vitality that like God is continually drawing us into something so much deeper where we just again and again and again want to bring things to the surface level of like I just want this to be okay I just want this to look better I just want this to like I'm satisfied if I can put that picture on Instagram and everybody's smiling I just want everybody to you know mm -hmm believe that we're good and in this moment i'm satisfied that we're okay just in this moment but actually under the surface we're all really struggling well that's not there's actually a space of vitality that goes so much beyond the surface and then walking this journey with my mom i feel like i'm navigating this in real time like there is nothing less vital about her today than before she had this stroke but yet society would say that her vitality has been um compromised right because she's not as physically strong as she once was and she has some deficiencies as a result but her body's ability to heal itself what her body is actually doing every day is actually more of a miracle she's walking a miracle every single day even more so than before she had the stroke and it's interesting that i don't think we think about the difficult seasons of our life or the struggles we go through or even what our body what god has literally created our body to do 
We don't consider that as part of the vitality. In fact, we think of it the opposite way. You know, my back is sore today. And so I feel like that is working against my vitality, but actually my body is working to actually heal my sore back, which is an incredible miracle and a sign of the vitality that my body was created for. Mm. And so I wonder if in our own lives, if we could have an eternal perspective or a spiritual perspective on those things that are going on in our lives, that literally those things that are not as though they we want them to be or we think they should be, actually the greatest spaces of the supernatural work of God at work and actually the place where vitality wants to reveal itself, to show up. Do do you know what I'm saying by that? Like that is a powerful truth and a real like 180 shift on our perspective about what's really going on. And I used the story in the message about um, Lazarus and how Jesus waited. You know, Mary and Martha had sent a request for him to come and and he, he heard it and he loved, like Lazarus was his friend. He loved him, but he decided to just stay where he was and do the work that he was doing for another couple of days. And he did this so that God would be glorified in Lazarus' story. It was very um, he, he did it purposely. It had, there was a purpose in it. And I was just so struck by the fact that Jesus allowed this to happen, even though it caused so much pain to Mary and to Martha and to those who loved him and to have to walk through all of that. And by the time Jesus had gotten there, he had been, he'd been dead for four days. They were so upset. Why did this happen? They were asking all those questions. And yet, Jesus had a plan in the midst of all of it. And I feel like in our stories today, there we're in the waiting in a lot of spaces. We're just in the why God, we're in the unanswered prayers. But yet, what if all of that is for the glory of God? What if there is a miracle of vitality inside literally the circumstance you're going through that God is working out that we can't see right now? Like what a hope, what a perspective in that space. Mm. Or that is so profound. Honestly, that is so profound. I've never really thought about, you know, the inner workings of the vitality of the spirit of God. I've thought of the spirit of God yeah. in my life, but thinking about the body and how yeah. you've used that even as I'm sitting and all the examples you'd used about what the body does that you don't even think about the pumping of the blood, the cell reprodu- like reproducing itself, the healing mechanisms, even just your skin when you cut yourself, what happens? Like it's miraculous. But even what's happening on the inside, the vitals of our organs, and no matter what looks like on the outside, if we could look wonderful on the outside, but if things, the vitals aren't working, our body... We're not alive. We're not alive. We're not alive and we'll die. Like we'll literally die. Like think of your mom, so healthy, mm-hmm. everything working and there's a blood clot. Like a major that could have totally taken her out. But on the outside, we can look so put together, but inside things are happening that could literally just, we could just take us out. But on the outside, everything can look right. So I think it's a neat, just the different perspectives you can have on this conversation. First off, the power of the Holy Spirit that's always at work within us. That is such a powerful powerful it's the spirit of god it's the third person of the trinity dwelling within us talk about 
There's more life. There's nothing more life giving that you can get than that. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Like we have literally the source of life living in us, constantly creating life in us. That didn't just happen at creation. It happens every single day. The power of the word of God on top of, I can go on and on, but the life giving power of God within our lives. And you know, this is just a side note. Uh, I was reading in a devotional the other day about the, the scripture that talks about that we've been guaranteed. The Holy Spirit is a guarantee as a seal on our lives. And this devotional was talking about when, and I'm, it actually happened interesting enough. I'm, I'm going to come back. I promise to this vitality conversation. No, I love it. But I was actually um, jamming. Okay. I was making strawberry jam. Oh, jamming. I, for a second, Kay? I thought you meant you were like <laughs> doing music. Like you were jamming. Ooh, yeah, I was jamming. <laughs> but I was literally making strawberry jam, okay. like jamming. Okay. Oh, so nice, I was making strawberry nice. jam. I do it every year. Girl, and I, I need it. I need a jar. Oh, no, no. I'm I've just got kidding. you. I actually don't need a jar. Someone just gave me one, but I'm out. I literally made strawberry jam. Like this is, re- is going to sound really bad, but like five years ago. And I, I've, been, Laura, I've got you. It's freezer jam. It's, yeah, it's it freezer fine. jam. I've got you. I'm just joking. No, I'm no. bugging you. Okay, sorry. Everyone knows her. I am giving Lori some jam. Okay, so anyways, I'm jamming. I happen to read this story in my devotional. It was just about the seal of God. And I happen to be jamming. When you seal, right, it seals in all the goodness and all that. This story was saying, this devotional about the seal, like a seal, never mind a seal of like authority, the old signet ring. It was talking about a seal when you jar something and you seal it is to guarantee that it's going to be preserved. And this is saying that we've been given the Holy Spirit to guarantee that we're going to make it. We're going to make it for all to get to eternity, to cross that finish line, that we are going to fight the good fight. We are going to finish the the race and we are literally going to keep the faith. The Holy Spirit is the sealant. It's like we've been given this and it like seals us to say we're going to make it. Because without the Holy Spirit church, everyone listening, just be truth, we would make it without the Holy Spirit. That's why he was given at the day of Pentecost. We would not be the church here today. So even when we hear people so filled with fear or I've even heard people say, I would never have kids nowadays what we're bringing our children into in this world. I'm like, do you not believe the Holy Spirit has been given for a reason? We wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have made it past the first church without the Holy Spirit. He has been the third person of this Trinity has been the seal, the sealant to preserve us to the day that we stand before Christ. And so this is vitality. You've been given the seal. You've been sealed and preserved with something greater than even the physical part of our body, which is miraculous in yourself. Like when you were preaching and you were going through all of those things, I was just thinking, oh my goodness, you go to bed at night and you don't realize all the things that is happening, your heart pumping, your breath, your lungs opening, all the things that just happen, your body, your stomach lining, preparing for food. Like you don't even think about it. You just walk every day or whatever, whatever your circumstances, what's happening that you're alive, that your body is doing. Anyway, Never mind. We have the Holy Spirit that is literally preserving us. That is helping correct us, lead us, coach us, correct us, comfort us, guide us when we don't even know it. And when we recognize, we take a step back and we think of all we take to think of all that the Lord has done. It's miraculous. So I just am thinking about vitality of the Holy Spirit and the body. And I just wanted to bring up that that sealing devotional I had it so has impacted me to think God cared enough about me to say you're not going to make it on your own first off we don't have we don't have the brain power to even think about how to make our bodies work God's given our body the relax like it's doing it without us even thinking about it Lori just think about when we gave birth I had never given birth to a baby before 
do you remember thinking back to thinking, how did my body know how to do that? Like I pushed out a baby. I, the body went into labor. I was out of control. Like my, my, I wasn't thinking about anything, what to do next. My body took over and it did what God told it to do. And I had a baby. I can, I had a baby. I gave birth to a baby. I had no idea how to do that. The body did it. God's given us a body miraculously to do things we're not even aware of. And he's given us a spirit to seal us, to preserve us because we're not even aware of things that we need to be preserved from to keep us to the finish line. So it's pretty remarkable. It's remarkable. All of those things working together. That is so cool. I, I, I sense there's another a podcast <laughs> um, session coming out of this because even just that idea, and I'm not going to stay on it because I think we could have another full conversation, but the idea of like your body physically doing something that you have no idea how to do, but how that relates to even what God calls us to do in the spirit. Mm. Like, he calls us into things we wow. have no idea how to do, but that reliance on trusting that my body is going to, Oh, anyways. Okay. Yeah. That's a side. Yeah. We're going to put that be, into next Let's one. put a pin Love in that. It. Cause that is so, so powerful. Okay. So this is the question that I have for you as a result of hearing all this. And as a result of this, this conversation, let's talk a little bit about like, why do you think that we, if we, okay. So we know all of this is happening. Everything you've just described about our bodies, but then why do we not feel like or why or how do we not feel like we're living in that vitality? Like what are the things that are happening in our life that make us feel like, well, I don't I don't have that vitality. Like that's not what what are uh, some of those things? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is yeah. feel. Yeah, you're like you're like getting excited. Totally. There. We feel we don't feel like we have vitality. So therefore we think we don't right? Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I think that's it too. That's, that's exactly the linchpin is feel. Cause you were describing all of these things that were happening in the body. And what's so fascinating about it is that we just trust that those things are happening. We don't, we don't think about them. We can't feel them and yet they're happening. And we wake up the next day with breath as long as, you know, God allows us to. And all of that is taking place. And those are the things that give us vitality. Yet, what do we do the opposite? We actually place so much energy, so much attention, so much on what we feel. So I wake up today and you know what? I'm feeling grumpy. I'm feeling a little depressed. It's raining. Ew. I, I've got this conversation I really don't want to have with somebody today. Mm -hmm. I, What is it? What? Right? And all of a sudden that takes up so much of our time of our space we believe those feelings over like as if they're superior to all of the stuff that's actually taking place like factually this is such a fascinating thing and why do you think we do that why do we place so much importance on what we feel oh i think that's just the that's just the bait it's just the bait of society, how we feel, human nature. human nature, how we feel, and also comparison. Right. So what do we do with that? What do we do about that? How do we navigate mm. that? Because mm. what we feel is real. Yeah. I don't want to say yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's real. Mm -hmm. Like, 
when you've been stressed, carrying massive amounts of stress for weeks, and then you wake up one day and you just feel like I can't get out of bed. Well, there's a reason for yeah. that. And it's yeah. real. Yeah. Like you've been carrying massive amounts of stress for weeks. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. It's going to hit you like a wall at some point. Mm -hmm. Right. What we feel is real. I feel anxious about I can't go into this meeting today to present this or to do this task that I've been asked to do or whatever show up here how i'm supposed to show these are real feelings but what do we do with that in light of this truth i know it's so true because it's both and isn't it it's not diminishing feelings because it's very important that we're we feel and we acknowledge it and we listen to that we listen to how we're feeling it's really important i love that you brought that up it's not but I do believe the other part then is what do we do with it? And I think it's the feeling is neutral. It's it's part of the reality. It's what you deal with. It's what you do with it is what is detrimental. I think if you feel a certain way and you just feel that, but you don't do anything about it. And I think that's why there's like prayer, meditation, the word, getting care and counseling. I think that's what having a, a certain somebody you can talk to. But I think that's the power of where we go with these things of being like the truth of God's word. And I think once again, it brings us to the truth of God's word, because what we feel is not always true. Yes. Is there truths that have brought us to where we feel your finances are in the pit? Yeah. Like that could be a truth. And now you feel really depressed about it. Your marriage is broken. Yeah. Now you, yes. But the truth is, that's not the end of the story. The truth is, you are not forgotten. The truth is, and I think it's like, where do then we go to and live out of? So you have, yeah, a circumstance. You have a way of feeling about it. And now you feel like, I can't be vital, like I can't have vitality in this. That's not true. That's not true. Because the Holy Spirit's in you. And the Holy Spirit is healing you. The Holy Spirit's working. Your body is doing that. Never mind what the spirit is doing. So if we can rely on the truth and trust the truth, then over time you will see that you are living in vitality because we're living not in our source, but in the source of God. And I think that's where vitality comes from, ultimately. I think that's so beautiful and so, so well articulated, Rhonda. Like really, really a beautiful thing. Once again, it right in the space of your truest feelings, especially the feelings that are really, really, really difficult. Vitality is at work. Mm -hmm. So just let it do what it was created to do inside of you. Like it's actually part of you meant to bring you through to the other side of whatever it is that you need to get through. Like that is already at work. Just like your heart is pumping through your blood, your lungs are helping you to breathe, your brain is sending messages to your body about what's important and about what you know and about what you think. Like all of these things are happening simultaneously for your vitality. But even in what you feel, instead of letting it become your identity or become your new truth or become the truth over all the other truths, put it in its rightful place and let vitality have its way right in the midst of what you feel, because that is the higher truth. Mm -hmm. And it's such an interesting thing and very difficult for us to do because the feelings space for whatever reason we give the most priority to, mm -hmm. like we let our lives be lived out by what we feel like i don't feel like calling that person today i don't feel like getting off the couch i don't feel like eating healthy i don't feel like going to the grocery store i don't feel like and we let this dictate almost 
like everything that we do unless we can tap into what is already at work within us. This life giving continuance, like it is power giving continuance of life that is at work inside of you. And if it is not life giving, then you shouldn't focus on it. Like, should we acknowledge it? Absolutely. Do we need to process it? Yes, we do. Do we need to process pain and difficulty? Yes. But if it is not giving you life, then there is actually a higher truth that we can allow to work its way through that situation. And guess what? It might take time. It might take a long time. It's not going to happen overnight, but it is for the glory of God. Jesus is at work in your story. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't left you there. He hasn't left you there and abandoned you. He hasn't forsaken you in that. He is with you in this. And there is a glorification that is happening in the midst of your story right now. And all the hard parts and all the broken parts. But we've got to let that vitality that we've been created for. That's literally exists inside of us. That I believe God gave us when he breathed life, his life into us as human beings. He gave that to us. That power is available to us to walk in. And so I think that's a powerful truth. And just a, a for me, it's like a mindset shift. Do you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like thinking differently about what it is that I'm feeling. Uh, that's all it's doing for me as I think this through. It's just helping me to think differently about what I'm feeling. It's not making me deny my feelings. It's not making me pretend that they don't exist. It's not making me like hyper positivity or I can only be happy all the time. No, it's actually just allowing a perspective shift of God is at work in my story and the greater the difficulty, the greater the miracle and the working of vitality in my story. Way, way, way more. Again, just like my mom, she's literally experiencing miracles every day as her body's healing. And so I would say that's even more so than before. She didn't need that work before. She didn't need that to be at work before, but now she does. And it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful and powerful thing. I I just want to say amen. So pull from that declaration that Lori just brought up. That is a beautiful, beautiful declaration as a prayer today. God, help us to see. And I think just as we're closing, I love that last bit you shared about your mom. There's a miracle happening today. Sometimes we look at the end result. I'm I'm not where I was or I'm not where I want to be. But what is God doing today? May your eyes be open to behold the miracle that you are today and that God is doing something today. That if you open up, you think, God, you did that today. I'm maybe not where I want to be, but guess what? I'm on the road and this is what you're doing today. So may you see the miracle working today. So be blessed. And so we just speak vitality over you and for you to live fully in that space. 